Hello everyone and welcome to the Claire Point Podcast with me your host Randy P. How's everybody doing out there today? Okay, before we get into the usual, let's go into a little bit of the news, what's happening right now. Obviously yesterday was a Batman day. For some of the people who did celebrate it, congratulations to you all. Hope you got your costumes doomed and everything looked right and everything. Yeah. Get a plane? No, oh, it's Batman! Batman! Oh! Yeah, that, that voice probably fell in this voice. But you, you know, Batman does the deep voice and all that. But yeah, anyways. We also got uh, Smiley Cyrus split it up with uh, Caitlin Carr. I don't really care about that one, but just for some people out there who are pretty bothered by that, then yeah. If you're crying over it, well, yeah, move on. You know, because they clearly have. So, yeah. We move on to the next one. People were obviously discussing last night as well. What is Brad Pitt's most Oscar-worthy role? Um, can't think of one at the top of my head. Brad Pitt has had some great roles. and um, But for me, um, yeah, I can't think of one at the top of my head. So, you know, just going to move on from that one. I don't know why there's really an applause there because I, I didn't really say anything, but you know, okay. Awkward. Literally is awkward. But, anyways, uh, another one we'll come into Star Trek actor Aaron Eisenberg has died at the age of 50. Rest in peace to him. Obviously, you know, um, it's, uh, he was obviously best known for his role as Nog on the 1990s series Star Trek Deep Space Nine. so for people who didn't know rest in peace to Aaron Eisenberg and uh, thoughts with his family obviously at this difficult time so uh, yes we'll move forward with that okay any more just talking about a lot of games that are happening today which I will come into in the sports section Obviously today is Happy Earth Wind and Fire Day, it says in there, so obviously if you know the song on and on, on and on and on and on and on and in September, yeah, that, that song, so yeah, so literally it's September, so the song is, it makes sense now to be playing that music at this point in time, so yeah. Obviously, another thing that kind of caught me off guard was um, Fat Joe's comments on blackness in uh, Latin America. So, obviously, you know, he was uh, basically talking about African influence in Caribbean music, and he's also said that Latinos are black. So, um, I mean, people were thinking that if he, if he was referring to all people from Latin America, um, I still have a problem with Latin people, and this is Latin people that don't have black in them saying the N-word. I just think it, it's not right, you know. It, it's a bit weird. That's just my point of view on it. I, I don't think, you know, you can use that word, to be honest, if you're really not black or you're not, you know. I get also you could say you've had the same struggles but you were not called the n-word so it doesn't make sense for you guys to kind of claim that so for me i'm a bit baffled by that for me yeah it's weird but okay whatever we'll move on from that one to the next one and uh what have we got here 
Okay, we got with uh, 6 9 Obviously, this news on 6 9 um, Obviously, been arrested. And he's now been obviously snitching to the police for uh, people who he's saying that allege are gang members because obviously of his former gang. So now he's obviously come out with alleged that uh, Jim Jones and Cardi B are gang members. So I don't think they're members obviously of his gang. Um, and he's obviously testifying to put all his former, you know, peoples behind in prison. I mean, people obviously saying, you know, forget this Tech Nine guy, he's a bit of a weirdo, you know, you don't snitch and all that. It is whatever it is, you know. It's people go say snitches get stitches and all. Listen, I think he obviously got shook and he decided, hey, I gotta go and tell people what's going on because I don't wanna spend like you know, a quarter of my life in jail. So I'm going to do whatever it takes to make sure that does not happen. But it's just weird. And I think there are going to be some consequences for him. He has to watch his back, especially if he goes to jail. Whatever happens, he has to watch his back. I'm just saying he has to. Not saying I'm doing anything because obviously I'm not, you know, I'm not involved in the gangs, you know. But he has to do, he has to watch his back. Do you know what I mean? Otherwise, you know, he could be like 50 Cent or worse than 50 Cent, literally. So, yeah, all of that. But anyways, let's move on from the grim stuff and let's go on to, obviously, the real topics of today. So, we're obviously going to now jump on to the actual point, the Glare Point podcast, which is obviously this whole Area 51 thing. These people obviously put online they were going to storm Area 51, um... I think the dates were saying yesterday they were going to do it. And then you find out these people were just there camping in front of the place. They didn't even go in there and break a sweat because they knew. You know I mean, the military had them on lock. They were looking at them thinking, I want to see these motherfuckers try and get through it. And you're looking at each one of these people thinking, boy, give me an excuse to shoot someone. You know what I mean? And that's what probably these guards are thinking. I'm just waiting for one of them to just to run by and try and think they can get in there. Boy, you know what I mean? They'll hear nothing. At the end of it, no one's going to see nobody. Because at the end of it, it's going to disappear like a ghost. Believe me. I mean breweries in the terms of like... Ghosty boo, you know what I mean? I don't have this on this app, so, you know. Just had to do the self for that one instead. But, you know, I get they're trying to go and see what's, what's going on in there. And everybody's curious. We have curious minds. We want to know what's going on. But... There's a way about doing things. You don't go and do something as stupid as that. When you know it's a military-based place, they've got it unlocked. Why are you trying to break into that place? I don't get it. Yes, you want to know what's behind there. We all would want to know what's in Area 51, but we're not going to go and break into that. Do you know what I mean? We'll prefer to kind of hear it from word of mouth of what's going on, even though we're not really going to believe exactly what they tell us that's going on. I'm sure somehow in there they've got some sort of artifact that proves there probably is life somewhere out there. But, you know, and people say, do I believe in aliens? I've never seen one to really believe in one. So I'm not really going to say yes or I'm not really going to say no. Until I really see one standing in front of me, then I'm going to say yes. But if I don't, then obviously it is what it is. Now, people can make up their conspiracy theories and say this and that, and that's fair enough. You know what I mean? Nothing wrong with that. Not saying you're different, not saying you're crazy, not saying you're stupid. I'm just saying whatever. 
that's that. We all can believe what we want to believe. That's how it is. You know what I mean? But for the people who just trying to storm that place, it's like, seriously, man, come on, think about it. The, the, the minute you take a step right into that area, the guns are coming out. You know what I mean? And they're going to shoot you and they're going to take you out. And they're not going to give a damn because you invaded the area you were not supposed to invade. They had the warning signs there. They got permission, probably licensed to kill at that point. So they're going to do a James Bond on you. You know what I mean? With a song playing in the background. A license to kill. And you know I'm going straight for your heart. Got a license to kill. People are probably thinking that voice was. But I think he was. Yeah. Westwood, baby! Yeah, dog! But anyways, let, let's move on. I'm getting a bit mad now because I generally haven't had much sleep, so I need to get some sleep. You know I mean? Still under the weather, literally. So yeah. Well, obviously, now we're going to move on to talk snack, condiments, food review. Um, obviously, if you've seen the pictures on the Insta, go check out, add it at Randy Prizzle. Link should be below as well. You can see all the pictures I put and I put the snacks that I'm going to talk about this week in there as well. So we have five, one, not six, because obviously I bought something new today that obviously isn't on this list, but I will talk about afterwards and literally drink it live and, you know, tell you how it tastes. So. We're going to go into the first one, which is Nando's Peri Peri Barbecue Sauce. Now, I bought this one on Friday. <laughs> oh, well, it wasn't really an epic fail because when I bought it, I saw the packaging. I thought, this is interesting. I um, took it to work with me, had a couple of squeezes of it, squeezed um, some on my tray and stuff, and uh, had some chicken to go with it so I had some chicken strips and I had also some uh, chicken burger to go with it and I put it together with it. obviously first I kind of dipped my hand in it tried it really tasty really nice and obviously I tried it with chicken even better and then the chicken I had strips were just you know normal battered and obviously the burger was like hot and spicy so it went really well with the two combinations the thing I liked about it was very punchy, you know what I mean? It was, you had that hint of peri-peri, but you also had the barbecue in there as well. I liked the fact that the combination worked with the two, because you'll think of some combinations out there that don't actually work, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, for me, reggae, reggae sauce is probably a little bit tarty, you know what I mean? Where I'm like, too much for me, just a bit too tarty. But this one was like, just right. It had like, that smooth, but that smoky flavour at the end of it as well and it had that like sharp taste of the peri peri too so it screamed a real nice orgasmic taste in my mouth I was feeling it for true not gonna lie to you there yeah I, I was in that mood to try some more of it so obviously after the chicken had some onion rings dipped some onion rings in there as well went really well with it too so for me I can't really say anything bad about it you know what I mean I tried it and I really liked it 
I mean, it depends on you guys. If you have tried it or you haven't tried it, take my word for it. It's worth a try. So, you know, literally it had me... That's, you know, in a dreamland somewhere because it was really tasty, really good, had what it needs. It made me say... And literally, that's what he did. He did it to me. You know, it got me in that funk and that vibe. So Nando's Peri Peri barbecue sauce gets a good high rating for me. Gets a good rating of 8.5. So that's why I'm giving that. I'm going to move on to the next one, which was Magnum's cookies and white chocolate ice cream. Now I didn't try this on the same day. I tried this, I think, um, like a day later. So I tried it on the night when I came back from work. Weird, but you know, and I come back from work at like two, three in the morning. So I got in, went through the fridge, wasn't actually my ice cream, sorry sister. I took it, um, I saw it in there and I said, yep, I'm having that. I just nabbed it and went, yep, that's mine. That, 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 that's mine. But even though it wasn't mine, but you know, I made it mine at the end of the day, so. <laughs> She's probably going to say later when I have to pay for it, but you know, but we'll discuss that later down the line. I will try not to pay for it, but I will obviously have to look to, I'll say replace it because I didn't take it, so whatever. But in general terms, had it, tasted it, took a picture of it obviously in the night against the picture and it looked nice. If you saw the picture on Insta, you know, it bubbles out really nice. You've got that whole white chocolate texture with the cookies sort of like in a little crumbly shape all around the ice cream. So obviously taking a bite of it, I was like, going deeper into it, really tasty. Obviously you know how Magnum is, you buy into a Magnum, it snaps off really nicely. You have that crumbly bit and then you have that smooth texture of the ice cream really lovely combo really worked well together it was nice um i would have liked to um some cookies in the middle though i think they could have made it a little bit more inventive to have some cookies game in the middle. Over. i mean it wasn't really a game over it was like a <gasps> you know what i mean but it had me feeling quite you know in that moment of like yeah this ice cream is peg because it was, it hit the spot at that night and I wanted something that was going to make me feel like yeah, this is what I want give me what I want, what I really really want or give me what I want, whether it's not the way the song goes I know people be like, that's not how it goes I don't give a shit yeah, I mean, there's ways I can sing it I'm just twisting words and turning it in different ways but, let's just stick on to what we're talking about now which is the actual food so, general, good really liked it what would i give it out of 10 a good 8.0 as i said i thought it could have been cookies in the middle just something a bit more it was looking at it it wasn't plain so i can't really say it was plain it had something inventive on the outside with you know i mean cookies all around it and i i would have preferred it to be a bit more biscuity within the ice cream as well so that's just my thing Anyways, we'll move on to the next one. Takeaway pizza, barbecue chicken, and bacon stuffed crust from Iceland. Now, obviously, I bought this on um, a Wednesday, this past Wednesday, and um, I bought it from Iceland, obviously. Um, bought it home, 
put it under the oven this was after football and you know made it went to wash come back took it out cut slice bit into it now obviously my first taste was like okay fair enough you know you, you don't get really in the groove of something when it's a first time thing you know when you try something for the first time your taste buds are a little bit like okay let's see where more this goes so you know uh, but I was more interested to see what the stuff cross was saying. I was a lot more interested to see what the outside was saying to me. If it was cheesy, if it was garlicky, what was the vibe? So I bit into the outside and I just tasted this nice mozzarella taste. Really nice, really creamy, great cheese taste. Really worked well as, as going in, into the stuff crust and then the pizza in itself, chicken and bacon, really smooth. The barbecue base wasn't overwhelming, you know, because you could get some that's really overwhelming to barbecue that can put you off, but this wasn't. Do you know what I mean? You had chicken and bacon spread out really evenly as well. So the pizza was really nice. It was a good pizza. Would definitely buy it again. So for me, it does get a good rating of 8.2 for that pizza. I mean, not probably something that set me alight, I like, but it was something that was really nice. So, 8.2 for that one. We'll move on to the next one Twix Soft Centaurs. Now, obviously, there's another version of this, which I think is um, I think it's the Mars Soft Centers. So, you've got Twix and you've got Mars, I've got one as well. I've tried the Mars one, I didn't review it on here, but that one was nice too. I might just review it as well. But um, the Twix one was similar. I think for me, the Mars one was probably better than the Twix one, if I'm going to be honest with you. For my taste buds, what I remember, the Mars one was better. But the Twix one had that vibe of like, yeah, this is cool. Um, you know how a Twix is when you buy into a Twix and have that caramel sauce center. Sometimes caramel for me can be a bit sickly if you put too much caramel there. I think for me, it was just just on the right amount just as i said it it could have been just a bit over but it was just right just they just they got it just right it wasn't too thick but at the same time it wasn't too thin you know but it was just right so it had that effect the biscuit was very crumbly as well not something that's like really tough so you just pull it and it will break like you just little a little turn and it will actually snap, like, will not snap because it wouldn't make a snap, it was. It will just fold off. So, really nice crumbly effect. Um, I wouldn't really say it's more biscuit like, it's more cake like ish, you know, because it has that cake effect to it where you just pull it and it's, and it's breaking. But you could call it soft biscuit. I don't know what people call it, whatever. But trying into that and biting into it was, was nice, it was okay. Yeah. It wasn't something that set me alight. Yes, I finished the whole pack, because there's six in a pack, but um, not something that I was really like, oh yeah, wow, you know. But it was cool. But it just wasn't better than the Mars one for me. I think the Mars one was better. So, for this one, it's going to get some 7.5 from me. Twix or centers. We're going to move on to the next one, Co-op bacon and cheese turnover so um if you ever have the apple turnovers they had a different one called a bacon and cheese turnover um bought this one it was on sale i think as people would see from the instagram picture it was on sale um 
got it um, at that time when I was trying the Twix. Um, so this was on that thing Wednesday date. So literally break at work, taking a bite into it. And um, the disappointment for me was obviously the edges didn't have the cheese taste to it. I just tasted pastry at the edges. I would have liked there to have been cheese spreaded all the way through. The cheese flavour and, and the bacon worked well in the centre. It had the right consistency in the centre, it just didn't have it on the edges. That was the annoying thing for me. I would have loved it to have had it all the way throughout. Do you know what I mean? Because biting into it, the cheese was really cheesy, had a great bacon taste to it, so it had salt but it had the tart effect to it which really worked as you know bacon and cheese works really well together so really really excited for that one was really nice but I, as i said i would have loved it to been spread all over but doesn't deter me from giving it a really high score but not giving it a low score as well but in general middle wise brilliant end wise not so great so i'm going to give it a split in the score middle i'm going to give it like a 7.5 as well which is decent but if it was all over probably would have got a lot higher but yeah and I will obviously move on to another one uh, that I've got right here in front of me which is the innocent cinnamon and banana splits now this is the first time I'm ever trying this this is like I bought this for two quid in Sainsbury's um, people say two quid but yeah, usually this is like three pound. This is like the big one liter bowl. So this is the first time I'm trying this. So uh, bottoms up, wish me luck. Hmm. It has that kind of like wintry effect to it. If you're thinking about something like a warm sort of cinnamon thing, but this is obviously quite cold, so. I know if you put too much banana in it, it can make it feel a bit too weird. But if you put slight banana, it goes really well. And I know smoothies are predominantly made with a lot of banana, so. It has the right taste of sweetness. It's not too sweet. And it has that right sort of like cinnamon as well it's not too much cinnamon I think it really works really well together like having a second taste of it and tasting the fact that there's not a lot of um, banana in it which is good I think it's also mixed it says on the packaging here with um, figs pears and cinnamon which is good I can kind of taste the figs and the, and the pears in there as well so which really works so Good job, Innocent. It's really nice. I would probably buy this again. Um, yeah. But it does taste really wintry. It has a winter kind of effect to it. So, but nice, yeah. For me, gets a good rating of 8.0. Um, would need to try it a lot more to really see if um, I could give it any higher. But 8. 8, actually, 8.2. Let's give it an 8.2. I will give that one an 8.2. And with that, obviously, we'll move on to just quickly brush up on Top Boy. Now I see a lot of you have seen uh, was TV show Cinema now, so Top Boy. A lot of you have seen uh, what's happening in um, Top Boy and you've seen the premiere, it was out. Um, 
big deal. I've seen everything, and I've seen everything. So I've seen the whole of season three, and it's a mad one. It's brilliant. It's brilliant writing. It's amazing. The cast was great. Um, the standout performance for me was um, Jamie's character, the guy who played Jamie. Um, Ashley Waters was decent. Kano was brilliant. Like Kane Robinson, Sully, aka Sully. Bashi was a bit weird at points, but Dave. Dave for me was another one of the standout guys. I think Dave did really well. So for me, what was annoying, without trying to ruin it, I'm gonna tell you my. I'm gonna go into the four points now. I'm gonna start with my bad points. So the bad points of it is that this is a spoiler for people. So I'm just gonna let you know now. Um, Dave's character dies. That was a spoiler for me. I, I really wanted Dave's character to continue on and to keep going forward because there was so much potential to see what he could have done in the latest, the latest season, the next season, or the next season after that. I feel he should have been a permanent stay, to be honest. The fact that they killed him off was just too early. Do you know what I mean? I think they really missed the trip with that part. That was the thing that kind of annoyed me. Another thing that kind of annoyed me was um, the girl who beat up her sister. I don't think she should have gone to Sully and Shane and ratted her up. I think that's your family. At the end of the day, you kind of keep it within house. You you back them. You don't go and, you know. And if that person obviously had died, then their secret kind of dies with them. You know what I mean? Unless, you know, someone else knew about that, which I don't think they would have. So I guess the guy was really quiet, I'm guessing. So he got shanked by his own crew which is weird but anyways um, that was obviously another one for me Jason dying was another one um, just didn't like the fact that Jason didn't win you know what I mean I wanted to see Jason and Sully kind of win and the fact that they let him die in that way was just heartbreaking man I felt it for Sully's character I felt it for him um I think that's all the bad points I can, I can give it, but but good, just the acting general, Dave's acting, as I was saying, you know, Kano's, the fact that the stories were not just one-dimensional, you had multi-dimensional to the stories, there wasn't just all about drugs and all about gangs and all that, you had them dealing with immigration, them dealing with, you know, relations, sexual relations and whatever else there was, you know. There were so many layers to it, you know, which I commend them for. They kept it what's happening there in Britain, which I think a lot of us were afraid that they may take it abroad and they may try to change it and flip it. Good on Drake, but good on him to take a step back and allow these guys to do what they did. But you got to look at them and Ashley Waters and the crew for their writing. Everybody did a fantastic job and it's a round of applause to them congratulations on a very successful top boy if it was me what would I've changed about nothing really I think for me what I would have changed obviously I would have kept Dave into the next two seasons or three seasons how long they're doing it for because he was like that character I thought he was like that Joker character that you need around you know how Batman needs the Joker you needed you know the character like Dave to stay on because he was that insane 
he was that crazy, he was that unpredictable, that there could have been a lot of um, ways you could have, you know, told a different story and made Dave a centre of, you know, attention there. But I think they really missed the trick on that one. That's something I wouldn't have killed him off. Um, the next one for me, I wouldn't have um, Jason as well. So practically all the bad I would have turned, you know, I would have changed some of them. I would have tried to let him and Sully kind of win. Um, I think for me as well, um, looking at the next season, I think I would look to start a feud with um, Shane and the Shane and Sully because it looks at the end that probably the Shane went behind Sully's back and um, told, well, well, went to see Jamie when Jamie was, you know, locked up. And the thing is, I don't know if he told Sully that. And if I was Sully, I found that I would have been pissed off. So I think, generally, I think there's going to be a war between the two. There's going to be a war. So look out for that one. Um, yeah. I mean, what's, what's the other part? I usually have four points to this. I've forgotten. Um, oh yeah, if I was the main character, what would I have done? Alright, if I had to pick someone, let's just stick with like, um, Ashley Waters' character. For me, I don't think, I think I probably wouldn't have come back. I think, um, at the start, I wouldn't have shot that guy. I know he was trying to rob the, the person, but I probably would have... I don't know man, it's a real tough one to do, but I think I would have probably beaten them up mercilessly and I said, listen, if you come back for these people again, then I'll sort you out. Um, when I went to see Sugar, I think I probably would have shot him on the spot there. I think if I was the shot, I would have had a plan to just, I don't know, have a switchblade somewhere. Like, you know, hidden the feet, the soul socks wherever and jabbed him with it just took him out you know what I mean but eventually he got the job done didn't he um, another thing I would have tried to find a way out I think for me of the life you know I would have said alright that was in the past I'm about 36 now right I need to start making moves now Part of me doesn't know what he's potentially really good at. Obviously he's good at send drugs. But I think potentially another part of him could be business-wise. As he was going into, remember the second season of Top Boy? He was messing around with that, um, what was that chick? The, the, um, yeah, he was messing around with that, that girl who got um, a couple of these people out of jails. You know, lawyer, he was messing with her. And um, yeah, it looked like he gone to he could have gone into property business. I think for me, I would have done that. That's just saying if I was in the Shane's feet. So that was that's what I'd do. But anyways, that's all for me and Top Boy. Uh, what do you think about Top Boy? Do you think it was brilliant? Um, should there be a second next season? Were you happy with what happened in it? What would you have changed if? you were in charge of doing top boy put your cards below keep it to yourself 
obviously the foods as well if you've tried them what did you think of all of them if you haven't tried them are you taking my word for it are you interested to try them put your comments below keep it to yourself with that obviously we'll move on to a quick what's the word featuring abstract let's get straight on to see what he's saying this week get him up interlude song yeah I also got to say uh, a big congratulations as well to my man abstract for the release of his new shirt pins and needles which is a which has already come out September the 20th go and cop yourself one of his t-shirts um, definitely worth looking into and checking out the comments obviously I'll put his links below check him out and um, go and buy yourself a t-shirt and with that obviously we'll talk what he's saying so ask Old Navy for a free shirt I mean it's, it's, it's true I mean if you got hustle why are people going to keep asking me, oh, how much? Why can't I get that shirt for free? You're going to support the person, go out there and buy their, their product. And that's the way you support. You don't say, oh, can I have that for free, my man? No, go and buy it. Do you know what I mean? Simple as. So it's a lot of work that goes into this, he says. I, I could tell, you know what I mean? Literally, it, it's a lot of planning, it's a lot of thinking, it's a lot of putting it together. Congratulations to you to have the mindset and to make something look really, really abstract. Yeah, part of words and very artificial, part of another word. So, yeah. He's got a next one which says, Hey, I've got an idea. You should put on a shirt. Me, alright, run my head out. It's true. Sometimes some people will tell you how to do your art. And you've just got to take it on board and you've just got to say thank you, but most of the times, no thank you. Like, listen, if it's serious and you look at it and you think to it, like, mm, okay, that one seems to probably be smart. But then, if you're someone out there who's giving advice to other people on how to do their art, and it's like, yeah, I don't really know if you should do that. Like, because that's someone else's art you to kind of tell them how to do their art that's that's bad but yeah whatever move to the next one we all remember when mcdonald's was trying a little too hard to market to black folks and obviously i don't know if people remembered but this probably obviously was in america That's weird. <laughs> I'm just looking at them thinking, really, um, that was the McDonald's advert. You get someone to sing and try to win someone, but <laughs> asking for some McNuggets, and she's like, nice job, but you ain't getting that. <laughs> Bit cheesy. Very cheesy. 
Yeah, but what else can say about that? That's cheesy. Okay, we'll move on to the next one. Obviously, someone just did uh, the DMX challenge, and he just retweeted it, and they just put tits, <laughs> and that's literally it. It's literally that. Tits. Fantastic. We'll move on. Um, next one, he says, when the customer don't believe you, but the assistant, the store manager, pull up and tell them the same thing you just said. And obviously you've got the Jay-Z pose, and obviously the face one when Little Mama jumped on stage and posed with Jay-Z and Alicia Keys off the they sang New York. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> it's, it's one that wants, you know. Next one is my tweet is. Girls will see, uh, you know, doing uh, twerking, and uh, they're pretty much obviously white girls. They haven't really got no, you know, monkey. As <laughs> some people would say, they haven't got no back. They haven't got no. Woo ha! You know, what I mean, <laughs> they've, they've got none of that. And he's just basically put, that's a no for me, dog. <laughs> I kind of agree to that, you know. Just, I think girls who haven't got the back don't don't work. You just look stupid doing it. Do you know what I mean? It's true, if you look dumb, just don't do it. So just stay away from it, literally. All right, we're on to the next one. Your beats were never weak. They just didn't compliment the correct artist. True. True. Not more to say about that one. Um, yeah, I'm just looking at some puzzle thing, and this is weird. Um, I'm just gonna retweet that to my page. Check that out. <laughs> so that's me on Twitter. That's Randy V Prizzle. You can find the link down below as well some weird little puzzle thing where um, you've got, I don't even know what to call it, some like roller like ball thing with some springs and it's like going across some like maze, yeah, that's madness, but it's, it's, it's incredible to look at, very kind of soothing, it's, <laughs> it's actually mad how they've made it all connect and get it right spot on and stuff so yeah it's, it's, it's a mad one it's it's cool really cool yeah um and with that we're done with uh my man as i said you can follow him and then you can buy shirts at artificialstuff.bigcartel.com with that we'll move on obviously to talk champions league Tuesday, 17th September, Inter 1, Slavia Prague 1, 
Leon 1, Zenit 1. Ajax 3, Lille 0. Benfica 1, RBC Leipzig 2. Dortmund 0, Barcelona 0. Chelsea 0, Valencia 1. Napoli 2, Liverpool 0. Salzburg 6, Genk 2. Also, you know, shock results of the day. Chelsea losing to Valencia. Napoli being Liverpool. Um, Salzburg really giving Genk a beat down. Um, but we're not done. We move on to the next one, which is Wednesday's one. Wednesday, 18th September. Club Rouge, nil. Galatasaray, nil. Olympiacos, two. Tottenham, two. Atletico Madrid, two. Juventus, two. Leverkusen, one. Lokomotiv Moscow, two. Bayern Munich, three. Zvezda nil. Dynamo Zagreb, four. Atlanta, nil. PSG, three. Real Madrid, nil. Shakhtar the next nil, Man City three. Obviously on the Wednesday's games, you know Tottenham losing their two goals to draw the Olympiacos. <laughs> yeah, a flat club Madrid, Juventus, great game to watch. It was fascinating, very end-to-end stuff between the two of them. PSG beating Real Madrid three nil. I mean that's a real shock to the system. Obviously, Real Madrid had one goal ruled out, but to lose 3-0, that, that's madness, man. Like, that's that bad. So, that's the roundup. The Champions League group ties. We're obviously now going to move on to uh, Torca Europa League. So, uh, well, I don't know what the Europa League theme is. So, uh, okay, so this is massive, but let's get into it. Apoel 3, F91 Dunderland 4, Basildon, Basel 5, <laughs> Basel 5, Krasnodar 0, Cluj 2, Lazio 1, Dynamo Kiev 1, Malmo 0, Frankfurt 0, Arsenal 3, FC Copenhagen 1, Lugano 0. Getafe 1, Travons 4, 0. Linz ASK 1, Rosenborg 0. PSV Eindhoven 3, Sporting Lisbon 2. Karabag 0, Sevilla 3. Rennes 1, Celtic 1. Standard Liège 2, Victoria St. Pilsberg 0. AAA Gang 3, Saint-Étienne 2, Espanyol 1, Feveranos 1, Porto 2, Young Boys 1, Ludogorets 5, CSK Moscow 1, Mochengladbach 0, RZ Pels 4, Man United 1, Astana 0, Pods and Belgrade 2, AZ Alkmaar 2, Rangers 1, Feyenoord 0, Roma 4, Istanbul 0, Slovian 4, Besiktas 2, Wolfsburg 3, FC Oaksland 1, Wolves 0, Braga 1. Also, you know, 
Um, Wolves, they had many chances in their game, didn't win. Um, you look at some results there that were mad. Much um, Gladbach losing 4 0. Some really, really weird games that went on. Basel winning 5 0 to Krasnodar. Um, and the mad game of Apoel and F9 Dunland. Crazy 3 4. So, you know, you had some crazy games and a few just stunned 1 0s, but Ludogorets as well, 5 1 against Moscow. Wow, you know. But that's, that's what happened in the Europa League. Now let's move on to uh, talk uh, Premier League. So, uh, okay. Friday, 20th September. Southampton 1, Bournemouth 3. Saturday, 21st September. Leicester 2, Tottenham 1. Burnley 2, Norwich 0. Everton 0, Sheffield United 2. Man City 8, Watford 0. Newcastle 0, Brighton 0. Obviously, mad one. It was obviously the 8 0. Watford to lose 8 0. It was crazy, man. Obviously, another shock one was Tottenham losing to Leicester. Um, you expect Tottenham to really. I'd put a foot down in terms of like them looking to challenge for the tar boys. It's all gone up in smoke for Tottenham so far. Bournemouth, you know, beating Southampton at home. Crazy result for them. Do you know what I mean? Now, obviously, let's get on to uh, what is happening right now. I can get that going on. What's happening right now is obviously West Ham are leading Man United 1-0. Crystal Palace are also winning 1-0 as well. So, and obviously you've got late games, Arsenal playing at 4.30 against Villa. Chelsea as well, 4.30 against Liverpool. I think that's clashing so Chelsea look for obviously on Sky Sports Arsenal obviously are not so you know and that's what that is so um, yeah before that now obviously we're going to jump into uh, episode of Randy Prizzle Predicts this time now uh, the football side would be here um, on the Claire Point podcast and the other side well, just, you know, the general wrestling stuff would be on my page on Randy Prizzle on YouTube. So here we're gonna obviously have. Um, my words not coming out right now. We're obviously gonna have Randy Prizzle predicts here for Premier League. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Sorry for Premier League just for Premier League in that um, Champions League will be featuring mainly on um, here as well I was going to say there but yeah we're going to feature that here as well we're obviously going to get into some of the fixtures that should be coming up um, for the Champions League so I'm still trying to do this one figure it out um, yeah and get my predictions practically for the upcoming fixtures what they're going to be so obviously let's get straight into it what I think is going to be so Wednesday obviously 2nd October these fixtures will be played Genk against Napoli I expect Napoli to beat Genk I think Napoli will beat them it should be a tight one because it's in Genk's pitch I think a 2-1 for Napoli Slavia Prague against Dortmund Dortmund are going to beat them I think Dortmund are probably going to beat them I'm 
going to go for a 4-1 win for Dortmund. Barcelona against Inter Milan. That's going to be a tough one. But I, I think um, Barcelona obviously will edge it. Barcelona will beat them 2-1. Lille against Chelsea. Chelsea, Lille. Um, Chelsea aren't side well in the Champions League. Lille probably will come or have a point to prove they're in their home fans. I think it might be a draw. I'm going to go for a 1-1. Liverpool against Salzburg. Liverpool are going to beat them. I think it's going to be a close score on those. I think it's going to be a mad score, to be honest. So I'm going to go for 3-2 for Liverpool. Leipzig against Lyon. I think Leipzig are going to take this one. It's going to be a really tight one, though. I think a 1-0 Leipzig. Valencia, Ajax. Very tough game. I'm going to go for a draw with that one. 1-1. Zenit, Benfica. I'm going to go and draw again for this one, which is another 1-1. One, one. We'll move on to the next one, which is um, Tuesday's 1st October fixtures. Atlanta against Shakhtar the Nets. I think Shakhtar's going to win this one. I'm going to go for Shakhtar winning 2-0. Um, even if Atlanta's picked. Right? Atlanta fans will be up for it, but I don't think they'll have enough in their lockout to really pull off a shock. So I'm going to go with Shakhtar on that one. Real Madrid, Club Brugge, Real Madrid are going to bounce back. I think they're going to win very marginally though. I don't think it's going to be all plain and sailing. I think it's going to be a tight one. So I'm going to go 2-1 Real Madrid. Zvenzda uh, against Olympiakos. Uh, I think Olympiakos are going to take this one. I'm going to go Olympiakos winning 2-1. Galatasaray, PSG. PSG, I think they're going to beat them 3-1. Juventus, Leverkusen. I think the Juventus are going to take this one. Uh, but it's going to be a tight one, though. I think 2 1. Lokomotiv, Moscow, Atletico. I think Atletico beat them. I'm going to go 4 1. Atletico. Man City, Dinamo Zagreb. Man City going to win. I'm going to go City winning this 5 1. Uh, Tottenham, Bayern Munich. Depends, really. But I think Bayern are going to win this one. I'm going to go Bayern with a tight win of 2-1. And um, that's uh, my fixtures. Obviously, going to go to the Europa League as well. I thought that too. <laughs> that's um, another one to look at as well, which is annoying because there's a lot of fixtures here that I need to jump into. Bloody hell, man. Um, there are a lot. <laughs> okay, uh, let's get this done. Uh, Okay, we've got, um, which is Thursday, the 3rd October, Astana, Partizan Belgrade, I'm going to go with, uh, Partizan Belgrade, I think 2-1 Partizan, Alkmaar, Man United, is he a no joke? Hmm. 2-2. Two, two. I'm going to go draw. 2-2. Two, two. Young boys, Rangers. I'm going to go for Rangers. Winning this one. 1-0. One Besiktas, Wolves. It's going to be tough for Wolves. They did lose when they had their chances. I think they may turn this one around this time. I'm going to go 2-1 Wolves. 
Brogo, Slovan. I think Brogo are going to win. 3 1 Brogo. CSK Moscow, Espanol. CSK Moscow for a win. Um, 1 0. Tight one, I think. Oakslander uh, against Gun. No idea. I'm going to call a draw, I think. 1 1. Feren. Feren Zavos. How I pronounce it, don't know. Versus Lundagaretz. Lundagaretz, I think. 3 0. Feyenoord, Dortmund, no, sorry, Feyenoord, Porto, sorry. Um, draw 2 2. Istanbul, Mojin Gladbach, Mojin Gladbach, I'm going for 2 1. Pellets, Roma, Roma with this one, 3 1. Sintetien, Wolfsburg, Wolfsburg 2-1 Arsenal Standard Liège Arsenal winning 3-1 3-2 actually Our defence is shaking 3-2 Celtic Cluj Celtic 2-1 F9 Dunderland Karabag Karabag 1-0 Lugano Dinamo Kiev Kiev 1-0 Krasnodar Getafe Getafe 2-1 Lazio Rennes 1-1 Malmo Copenhagen Copenhagen 2-1 Rosenberg PSV PSV 2-1 Sevilla Apoel Sevilla 3-1 Sporting Lynx Sporting 4-0 Trappensport Basel Basel 1-0 Victoria Frankfurt Frankfurt 2-1 yeah um, that's the fixtures I'm going to go for um, do look out obviously for the Premier League ones which should be coming very soon separate little thing on the side um, at some point <laughs> yeah that was a lot boy that, that took some time literally yeah that was a lot um, I, I'm drained <laughs> literally after just speaking all that but I've got to now jump into wrestling, so it's, it's still not over yet. So let's jump into that very quickly. Wrestling. The return of Luke Harper. Now, obviously, if you've seen uh, WWE, I'm going to eat my sandwich as well. So you're going to hear a lot of wrestling. So I'm going to try and keep it quiet after just breaking into it. So the sandwich I've got, by the way, is a chicken and bacon stuffing. So, yeah, it's a Sainsbury's team. Literally, foot long. So, that's what I'm having now. So, the return of Luke Harper. I think it's um, crazy what they've done. Spoiler alert. 
to have him come back and to have him show up at Clash of Champions. Spoiler alert. So I've given you a double spoiler because I'm going to spoil it. Obviously, Clash of Champions, we saw the big dog get beaten. And we saw Luke Harper come out of nowhere and deliver a discus clothesline. Which, is, which was a fantastic surprise because I didn't see that coming. I think we all did. It was a really nice swerve. So you've got to give it up to WWE with swerve. Congratulations, Noah. That was smooth, by the way. Um, but it was, a, it was a very pleasant surprise. There's not more much of a concern. But nice surprise. Good to also see the big dog didn't win. And um, he's still going to form a massive unit. We're in Harper back together again. Wyatt Family 2.0. With no leader. Maybe Braun Strowman joins him again. Maybe. Who knows? But um, it's good to see him back. And it was a very nice swerve. So yeah, I'm done with that one. When we want to talk um, now, a question I have for some people. Why they haven't changed Bailey's theme and the OCs? Now this is something that kind of jarred me. I was resting at night trying to sleep and... Uh, I kept thinking in my head, why have they not changed Bailey? See, if they're saying that Bailey now, I'm saying they're saying she's a tweener, which doesn't work in my eyes. Because for me, Bailey needed a change of character really badly. Doesn't matter if she's a tweener, she does heal moves. See, like, spoiler alert again, Kim pulled a turnbuckle to throw Charlotte's face into it to pick up the win. That's some heal move. She should not be coming out with this happy-go-lucky theme anymore. She shouldn't even be coming out with the fucking balloons up in, up in the eye. Maybe, as my friend was saying, maybe it's a bit of arrogance. But I don't see it as arrogance. Fuck all that. Change Bailey's music. You know what I mean? She, if you're saying now she's a heel, why is she going to come out as like some face? Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. Unless she's gone delusional. Unless she's losing her mind. Do you know what I mean? Then that can make a lot of sense. But they haven't told the story properly me i'm looking at it thinking you've missed some edges here you clearly have because it doesn't make fucking sense i'm looking at this thinking it needs more work because to me i'm looking at bailey and i'm confused by what she's doing i'm thinking to myself you're supposed to be a hero right but then you're going on saying oh yeah but i just did it because it's the best friend thing and all this bullshit bullshit listen the days of people being proper tweeners yeah are done like, especially for her. For me, she's not a, she's not someone who could pull this tweener off thing. You know what I mean? She's not great on the mic. Let's be honest here. Her gimmick sucks. Yeah, you, you, you're probably getting the kids excited. And probably this is probably why they need it. Just to keep the kids, you know, excited and all that. But to me, bin it. Get rid of it. Fucking stinks. I'm sorry, but that's what they should have done with this. They should never have seen the light of day again. But they've, they've missed a trip on it. Her theme music should also change as well. Like, come on, man. Seriously, WWE, what the fuck? Anyways, I'm going to move talk on OC. It's the same thing with them. They're coming out of AJ Styles and they don't have the music. Even if you remixed AJ's music and have it without the Southern Boys film, your know, Southern Boys thing saying, but we the OC, we're going to get ready. Better stay on top because we keep plenty. You know, something along them lines. Do you know what I mean? Just remix the thing. Get it more punchier. Get it more edgy. Get it a bit more, you know, 
because you, you give them a vibe, you give them something where they come out to the ring, they already look menacing, which is nice, but then they're coming out to AJ's team, and you're thinking, but you're not Southern Boys. You're not. Well, two of you are not. Like, one of you is, but it doesn't make fucking sense. You know what I mean? So, they really need to look into changing that as well. That's something that jars me. Please change it. Also going to talk about now NXT on USA. Congratulations to NXT, you know, going to USA. I think it's a big move for them. Um, I was worried, it's like anybody else would be, that um, they'll mess it up. Because going to USA is a big thing. But let's just see down the line if they can continue doing what they're doing. For me, I feel they're the new kids on the block still. I feel they're going in the right direction. I also feel that there still is potential for NXT to really grow and be obviously the main face because they, they generally are but they're more the undertone main face you know what I mean people don't really you know people let's say WWE doesn't acknowledge they are but we all know that they are we all know that they're better than what Smackdown and Raw putting out weekly on a weekly basis NXT have been killing it for a while since you know it got rebranded and started up and you had you know their first like title picture coming to them into the surface they've really hit leaps and bounds here their pay-per-views have been amazing you know what i mean so it's just testament to see what the tv shows are going to bring now obviously if you haven't seen nxt on usa their debut go and watch it it was fantastic it was brilliant it was like a pay-per-view that's the best way to uh, uh, the best way to describe it it literally was like that so i will say to all the people that haven't seen it go and see it you know what i mean you, you you're missing a trip here if you haven't seen it so go and see that one but um it was a fantastic fantastic start i just look forward to seeing what they're gonna do next so big up to nxt and long may it continue and with that, now, just going to obviously touch on that. What do you think of, obviously, the return of Luke Harper? Uh, what are your thoughts on Bailey's theme and the OCs and Bailey's whole attire and whole demeanour? Do you think they should change her? Do you think she should keep it the same? Um, NXT on USA, are you happy to see NXT on USA? Do you think they should just stay back and do their own thing on the WWE Network? What are your thoughts on it? Put your comments below and keep it to yourself. Also, sports, Champions League. Um, Real Madrid losing 3-0. Mad. Tottenham throwing two goals away to Olympiacos. Liverpool losing 2-0 as well. What are your thoughts on the Champions League? Also, the Europa League. What are your thoughts on that too? You can put your comments below or keep it to yourself. And we've come to the end of the podcast. I'd like to thank you all for listening to this episode. And uh, we'll catch you on the next episode of the Clairpoint Podcast. So for me, your boy Randy P, saying peace, love, uni, have fun. And you're either all in or clear out.